Mating disruption for navel orange worm, the biggest pest in almonds and pistachios. Is it really worth the cost? Females emit pheromones. Males use these pheromones to find the female. And mating disruption in orchard is flooded with the artificially produced pheromone and causes the entire orchard to smell like a female and the males struggle to find the real females. If they can't find each other, they don't mate. And with less offspring of that navel orange worm female, it dramatically reduces the damage in the orchard. David Haviland is an entomology and pest management farm advisor with UC Cooperative Extension, Kern County. Well, David, welcome to the California Act Today podcast. Yeah, thanks. Happy New Year. So, David, you've done a lot of research on mating disruption. Is it worth the cost? It's more complicated than that. So here's basically what happened. We did lots of evaluations on main disruption in 2017. It worked great. And 2017, as you know, was nasty damage in both almonds and pistachios. Yep. It was a really bad navel orange year. So in 2018, a lot of people adopted main disruption. And all of our trials show that it did exactly what it you know, it's purports to do, and that is reduce damage by about 50%. You know, it shut down traps. It reduced damage by about 50%. But the damage in 2018 just overall across the board in almonds, at least down the Southern Valley, was, you know, normal or lower than normal compared to the bad year in 2017. And then on the pistachio front, navel orange room damage was almost non-existent no matter what you did. No, no kidding. Wow, isn't that interesting? Yeah, it was very, very low. And so right now, growers are just trying to decide, you know, the average growers trying to decide what is the role of main disruption. You know, in hindsight, in 2017, it more than paid for itself everywhere it was used. In 2018, with very little damage, you know, in many cases, it didn't pay for itself. Gotcha. It reduced damage. But, you know, a half of 10% is huge. A half of a half a percent isn't that big of a difference. Yeah, you got it. And so growers are trying to figure out where do I use main disruption? Yeah. And anywhere that historically has high damage, you almost have to use it. It would, it would make no sense not to. Yeah. Likewise, if you're somewhere that never really has more than 1%, it's not as easily justified there unless you can reduce the number of insecticide sprays. Or at the same time, David, you can replace insecticides with mating disruption. And then most orchards are somewhere in the middle. So that's really what a lot of growers are trying to figure out right now is, you know, there are some obvious yeses, some fairly obvious noes, and a lot of middle ground. And so uh, I think we'll see a lot of mating disruption again this next year. Certainly our data has been, been quite consistent on what it does and, and shows that it's it's worth the money. But there's a lot of acres out there and a lot of individual experiences involved. And so a lot of growers are just going through that process of learning a new technique and finding out how it best fits for them. Yeah, if you know that you have a dirty orchard next to your orchard, you're trying everything in your orchard A, but you know that in orchard B, this guy doesn't do any sanitation. He's lazy. Absolutely. And you've got to be careful. Even rating disruption is not going to work there. So those are the kinds of things people have to consider. You know, if you're somebody by a dirty neighbor, then sure, insecticides might be a better approach for you than, than main disruption. That doesn't actually kill anything. It just prevents more from being born. Likewise, if you're a 20-acre orchard, that's different than if you have control over a thousand contiguous acres. Are you in an area that's extremely windy, you know, where pheromone might just all blow off site versus somewhere that the wind is quite calm? You know, all those kinds of things just need to be taken into account by the grower when they're deciding what's the best approach to naval orange worm. And, and some of those same things uh, have to do with sanitation. Some of those same topics have to do with the number of insecticide sprays or which products you might spray. Um, likewise, harvest timing. You know, how quickly can you get your nuts off? And, you know, all that needs to be taken into account when somebody's putting together a program. There is no one-size-fits-all perfect program for everybody. That's why employing a good PCA is 
is sound advice in either almonds or pistachios. But at the same time, I will say in the southern and northern San Joaquin Valleys, all of the research that you see has done in the last couple of years has shown that main disruption is a viable tool that definitely should be implemented on more acres than it currently is used on. The question is, you know, on an individual orchard basis, is this the place that it should be put? And that's a decision a lot of people are making in this offseason. Well, David, great information. Thanks for being with us today on the California Ag Today podcast. Yeah, thanks. It's always great to chat with you and uh, talk about current events in the industry. 